if you write down your goals, you are 42% more likely to achieve them. So you immediately basically double your chances of achieving your goals if you just write them down. Welcome to The Success Club, the podcast where we delve into all things business, marketing, mindset, and how to succeed as an entrepreneur. I'm your host, Shakira Jade, multiple seven-figure business owner and business coach with a passion for helping people succeed and blaze their own trail in business. If you are ready to up-level your skills, your mindset, and step into your next level self, then you've come to the right place. Think of me as your business bestie, as we navigate the ups and downs of entrepreneurship and life. Each week, I'll be taking you through business strategies, along with resources and actionable steps so that you can make your wildest dreams a reality. I invite you to be a part of the Success Club by subscribing to this podcast so that you never miss an episode. Thank you so much for pressing play today. And now let's get into it. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Today's episode is going to be all about goal setting and vision board creation. So I want to have a little bit of a chat about how I personally set goals and create a vision board so that you can better understand the process that I use to set goals. For this episode, I actually pulled out some of my old journals so that I could have a look at my goals that I had set and kind of just take a little, you know, walk back in time to see how far I had come. And it is honestly so crazy to me every single time I look back at my journals and I look at what goals I set, I've always accomplished at least nine out of the 10 goals that I had written down, which is just wild because At the time when I was writing those goals, I really didn't know if they were going to come true. Like I just put pen to paper and I thought I'm going to give it my best shot. This seems a bit extreme. This is really pushing me out of my comfort zone, but let's just give it a go and see what happens. And they all end up happening. It's just crazy. It just continues to blow my mind how powerful goal setting is. And I think it's such an overlooked thing in personal life and in business you know, taking the time to sit down and write down your goals is so powerful. And I I can't even begin to tell you the effect that it has had on my life and on my business. So that's why I'm so passionate about goal setting and vision boards and how you can use these tools to create the life that you want. Fun fact, I actually started goal setting when I was a teenager. So my parents were super awesome and they actually gave me a Tony Robbins CD set. So back in the day when there were CDs, actually, no, the first ones that I had were tapes. They were cassette tapes. And then we moved on to CDs, but they actually gave me this box of Tony Robbins tapes. And it was like personal power or something like that. And I started listening to these tapes and I just fell in love with personal development and the whole concept of everything that Tony was talking about. I still love Tony Robbins to this day. I think he's amazing and he's impacted so many people's lives. But for me personally, that was the start of my personal development journey. And I'm so grateful that I had parents who were forward thinking and were cool enough to be like, I'm going to give my teenager these tapes to listen to that will help her to build the kind of life that she wants and to not just live an ordinary life. So that was really where I first learned about goal setting. And I remember writing down 
my goals. And I remember writing specifically that I wanted this car. It was a Nissan Skyline because Fast and Furious had come out and I was obsessed. I'm still a huge fan of the movies and I wanted to have a Nissan Skyline. And I remember writing this when I was like 15. I couldn't even drive yet. I was, I didn't even have my license, but I was writing down this dream car that I wanted and coming up with a plan as to how I was going to get it. And I cannot tell you how far that goal seemed from me at the time when I was writing it down at 15 years old. I had no ability to even reach that goal. But by the time I was 19, it was either 18 or 19, I ended up buying that car. And it was one of my biggest accomplishments. And that was the first real time where I felt like if I wrote something down and I had a goal in mind, I could actually achieve it. And it was at a pretty young age to discover that, but because of those personal development tapes and understanding the power of goal setting and putting those goals into action and putting a plan in place to achieve them, I was able to buy my dream car at such a young age. Now, of course, this car wasn't crazy expensive. I think it was like $20,000 or something like that. It wasn't like an insanely expensive car, but to me, it was everything. It was a huge purchase and it was all of my savings and something I had worked really hard to get. So that one instance in my life is something that I'll never forget. And it's definitely something that has helped me to keep coming back to that same principle. So I'm going to take you through some goal setting foundation steps so that you can understand what exactly you need to do, how to even decide what kind of goals you want to set and then put a plan in place to achieve those goals. So one of the things I am a big believer in is making sure that you set clear and specific goals. So that way you know exactly what you're working towards and you have a clear path ahead of you. I'm also going to talk a little bit about why goal setting is so powerful and the steps that you need to take to set your goals. And then at the end, we're going to have a chat about vision boards and how powerful vision boards are. And I want to just preface this by saying too, some of this inspiration for this episode has come from the book, The Success Principles by Jack Canfield. It is one of my favorite books of all time. If you haven't read it, you need to read it. It is such a good book. It has all these different principles for all different things in life, not just business and goal setting, but for all aspects of life. And it's such a fantastic book. I've read it so many times and it also has all of these chapters individually on different subjects. So if you're feeling in a funk or you just want to look at a particular subject, you can just go to that chapter, read a couple of pages, and then it gives you a little pep up to keep going. So I definitely recommend getting that book if you haven't already read it or you haven't heard of it. 100% recommend. So if you've ever wondered why some people seem to just accomplish their goals so easily and then others struggle, it really comes down to their ability to set and pursue their goals. So this is a major difference between people who are successful and who are not. And one of the reasons for that is because setting goals gives you clarity and focus. So when you set specific goals, your mind becomes laser focused on what you want to achieve. And this clarity that you get empowers you to make decisions and take actions that align with that goal. It's almost like that thing where they say, if you think about a red car, or even if you think about a car that you have been wanting to buy or you're interested in buying, you will start seeing that car everywhere on the road. And then you'll be like, oh my goodness, everybody has this car. 
how like so many people have this car, but it's not because more people have the car. It's because you've all of a sudden started noticing the car and it's in your conscious awareness. So this is part of the reason why setting goals is so powerful because bringing them into your consciousness and putting them in front of you is going to make them far more likely to come true and to be achievable. The other thing about goal setting or having goals is that it creates this motivation and this consistency. So when you have a goal, you have this sense of purpose and having that sense of purpose motivates you to want to take the action towards it. It's almost like igniting a fire inside of yourself and it just pushes you forward. Even when things get hard, even when things don't go to plan, you have that really clear vision in front of you and you just want to keep working towards it no matter what. It also helps you to develop resilience. So if you have a particular goal and something comes up, some sort of challenge or something gets in your way, you know that you're going to keep fighting through and pushing through because you're going to achieve that goal. No matter what life throws at you or no matter what sidetracks you, you will get there because you have that goal in front of you. Another thing that helps when you have your goals written down is that you can actually measure the progress that you're making. So if you just have some sort of goal in your mind and you never actually write it down, once you achieve that goal, you have nothing to refer back to to see how far you've come. That's why writing them down is so important because it gives you that base point to work off of and to know that you've come from point A to point B. And then when you have some sort of milestone or you finally achieve that goal, you can actually celebrate it because you know it's something that you've achieved and you knew that you set out to did it and you can clearly see that you've achieved it and it just makes it that much more exciting. And the other thing as well, when you write your goals down, it helps you to identify what potential obstacles you might come across and then you can prepare yourself for them. So for example, if you are deciding that you want to work out three to four times a week, you can then go and put in your calendar what days and times you're going to work out. And if you see that on a particular day, you have a really busy schedule and you're not going to be able to work out, then you can move your workout to a different day. Or you can, you know, potentially change some things around so that you can make your workout happen that day. It's really having that foresight to be able to look at your schedule and your life as a whole and work out what obstacles might come up and what can I do now to prepare myself for the future for when these things might come my way. Whereas if you never wrote anything down, then you wouldn't have that foresight to be able to see the obstacles that might come along. Now, in case that hasn't convinced you about the power of goal setting, I'm going to read out some statistics because I personally love statistics and I find them very interesting And these ones are insane. When I read these, I was like, I cannot believe this, that these are the statistics. So the first one is that only 3% of the population set goals and only 1% actually write down their goals. So if you sit down and write down your goals, you are ahead of 99% of people around you, which is absolutely insane. I think because I've been doing this for so long, I didn't realize that so few amount of people set goals and wrote them down. So this is like mind blowing to me that it's so simple and easy to just take that first step in writing them down and you're already ahead of most of the population. So that was something I found really interesting. The second one is that if you write down your goals, you are 42% more likely to achieve them. So you immediately 
basically double your chances of achieving your goals if you just write them down on pen and paper or on your notes app on your phone. That's also acceptable. But I'm a pen and paper girl and I find it's just a bit more therapeutic to write things down. The third statistic is that the individuals who set time bound objectives and start weekly progress reporting encourage peers to achieve 40% more than those who did not. So by writing your goals down, not just what you want to achieve, but by putting a time on it and making yourself accountable to stick to that time, that's also going to help you achieve more than 40% of those who did not. Number four is going to be one for the people who are into the law of attraction, because keeping a journal will increase your chances of achieving your goals by 20%. So that's another thing I actually would love to do a whole episode on journaling because that's something, again, I have been doing since I was a teenager and I have so many journals filled up with all different kinds of things, but I will do an entire episode on that because that's quite deep and I want to go right into that. But keeping a journal is a huge way to increase your chances of making your goals happen. Now, the fifth statistic is that according to research completed on participants, most individuals achieved more when their goals were meaningful and challenging. So we'll go into a little bit later about how to set goals, but this is important to keep in mind too, that you'll have a better chance at completing those goals if they truly mean something to you and they push you out of your comfort zone. And the last one is that according to a survey, 35% of individuals who start New Year's resolutions abandon them within a week. So... This is why goal setting is so important year round. This is not just a new year's resolution or a once a year type thing. This is a part of life. This should be a part of your lifestyle. It should be a regular routine where you set and review your goals, not just a one-time thing. So now we're going to talk about how to actually set goals. So I would say that effectively setting goals requires a very systematic approach. So you want to do it in a structured way so that you have the best chance of setting the goals that really align with you and are really going to add value and meaning to your life. So the first thing you want to do is grab a pen and paper and sit down before you even start writing anything down. I want you to set the scene. So I want you to put yourself in a position where you feel really comfortable really happy and you're in a really good frame of mind. So for me personally, I like to do it at home. I like to light a candle. I like to sometimes put on some soft music. I like to be cozy, comfortable. And this is a good spot for me to write down my goals and feel in a really good frame of mind. So if you are having a really bad day or everything's just super chaotic for you and your mind is all over the place, that is not the right time to sit down and write your goals. You need to be feeling calm and centered and feeling like in a really good place mentally to be able to get the best out of this exercise. Also for you, that might mean going to the beach or going to a park or somewhere in nature. If that's more your thing and you feel like that would be more calming for you, go somewhere where you can be alone. It can be quiet and you can really have time to sit and think. And then the first thing you want to start out with is just reflecting. So reflecting back on your life, thinking about things that you've done that have made you happy or have really ignited a spark in you. And then think about the things that you would like for your future. And I want you to be thinking of things that really light you on fire. So I'm not just talking like something mediocre that could be a little bit exciting, but something that you find so exciting that really lights your soul on fire and makes you want to 
jump out of your chair with excitement, like that exciting. It can't just be something mediocre. And I want you to think about the kind of life that you want to create. So this could be financial goals. It could be business goals, relationship goals, health goals, anything that is most important to you really start to visualize how that would feel. So just think about if you had your dream car and you were driving to your dream home, how would that feel? Like how would the the fabric or the leather feel under your legs? How What would the car smell like? What would the feeling be when you put your foot on the accelerator? How would it feel pulling up to your dream home and opening the door and walking in? Really start to visualize and get all those little details of your vision. So those small details like the smell and the sights and the feeling on your skin to really immerse yourself in what it would feel like to live that life, that dream life that you've been wanting and just take some time to really sit with that feeling and sit with those things that you want, all those goals that you want to achieve and imagine yourself as if you've already achieved them. It's already happened. And how does that feel? And what kind of emotion does that invoke inside of you? This is where you need to be. This is how you need to feel before you even start writing anything down. So make sure you get yourself into this state of calmness, but also excitement and positivity. And then you're good to start writing down your goals. So I like to use a structured framework for my goals, which is the smart goals system. You might've heard of it before. It's very popular, but it's quite simple. And I find it's really effective. And I like to use this system because writing down really vague goals can be easy just to spit them out, but it's not so much an action plan for how to achieve those goals. So that's why using the smart framework is really, really powerful. And it's been proven to work and there are statistics as to why setting your goals in this specific way will help you to achieve them. So that's why I like this system so much. So SMART goals stands for specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time bound. So this makes sure that your goals are clear, they're actionable, and they're within your reach. And you can use these goals either for your business or for a project that you might be working on. And then of course you can use them for your personal life as well. So the first one is S in SMART, which stands for specific. And this means that your goal should be clearly defined and specific. So for example, instead of setting a goal of exercise more, the goal would be to go for a 30 minute walk three times a week. That is a specific goal. Exercising more or losing weight or making more money. These are all really broad terms. And those things are all great. They're fantastic. And we all want that but it doesn't mean that it's specific. So it has to be a very specific goal. This is one major key to making sure this works. The second is M, which stands for measurable. And it means that your goal needs to have a measurable outcome or criteria in order for it to be successful. And this is so that you can track your progress and see if you have or haven't achieved your goal or where you're at in the cycle of achieving that goal. So a measurable goal normally is something that involves quantities or percentages or specific indications. So for example, your goal could be to increase your sales in your business by 10% in the next quarter, or it could be in the next financial year, you want to have a 5% increase in your profit. So very specific goals. If it relates to health and weight loss, it could be that you want to lose six kilos by 
June or specific dates so that it's a very specific goal. It's not vague and it has some kind of a number or some sort of a measurable attached to it. Now, if you're starting to think of some goals and you can't really find a way to measure them, they could be something different. They could be more of a goal where it's the type of person that you want to be or the type of life that you want to live or a specific feeling that you want to invoke. So I'm going to do another section after this, which talks a little bit about more those vague goals. But for now, for the purpose of this exercise, let's set goals that are specific and measurable so that we can attach a number to it. So the third goal is achievable. That's what the A in SMART stands for. And these goals should be realistic and attainable based on your resources and your abilities. And of course, we definitely want to set goals that push us out of our comfort zone. And we want to set goals that are a little bit ambitious, but we don't want to set goals that are so incredibly far out of reach that it can be demotivating. So you want to consider where you are in the time frame and where you are in your life as to what is actually achievable. I wouldn't recommend setting a goal that is safe and easy to achieve. It definitely has to push you out of your comfort zone, but you don't want to go so far the opposite direction, setting something wild that it's never possible to achieve. Even for me with my car that I wanted to buy. Yes, I didn't have a driver's license. I didn't, wasn't even able to buy the kind of car that I wanted, but I knew that I could make it happen. I knew that buying my dream car was a possibility and it seemed really far away and really difficult, but it was still within the realm of possibility. So you want to just find that happy medium for where you want to set your goals. And if you do have some really big, massive goals that you want to set, then I would recommend setting them as either a five or a 10 year goal. If you're looking at some really big picture stuff, then I would definitely recommend setting a longer term goal and then breaking that big goal down into smaller goals so that you can work towards those big ones. I definitely am all for setting really big goals, but you have to be realistic about the time frame in which you can achieve them. The fourth letter in SMART is R, and this stands for relevant. So a goal should be relevant and aligned with your overall objectives and priorities. So it should just be something that is meaningful to you. You don't wanna just be setting random goals or putting things on your goals list just because you're looking for ways to fill it up or you're really unsure of what you want. So you're just kind of throwing things in there. It really has to be relevant to your life. And this is also a good chance to look at your goals as well when you're thinking about the kind of life that you want and asking yourself, is going in this direction or working towards this specific goal going to get me to that bigger picture life that I'm I'm wanting? Or is this a distraction or is this just something that's maybe not really going to add to my overall happiness and success? So this is a good chance just to evaluate your goals and make sure that they are things that you really want and that is something that's going to really add to your overall happiness in life. In a fast paced world, time is everything. And for busy business owners like you, efficiency is key. That's why I use Flowdesk, the ultimate email building platform designed to save you time and skyrocket your business success. With Flowdesk, creating stunning emails is a breeze. Say goodbye to complicated interfaces and coding. Flowdesk user-friendly editor empowers you to design captivating emails in minutes. They also have amazing automations which help you to save time and money. 
If you've ever gotten an email from me, you would have seen the beautiful design as I use Flowdesk for all my emails. Flowdesk offers a vast collection of templates crafted to match your brand's unique style. If you are interested in trying Flowdesk on a free trial, you can go to shakirajade.com forward slash Flowdesk to find out more or use my code shakirajade at checkout to save 50% off your first year. Join myself and thousands of other entrepreneurs who use and trust Flowdesk. The fifth part is T, which stands for time bound. So your goal needs to have a specific time frame or deadline to create that sense of urgency and to give you a target to work towards. So by setting a time limit, this is going to help you to stay focused and it's going to keep you motivated even when things get tough. And it's also okay if you don't meet that deadline. This is the other part of it. It's your life and you can do whatever you want. So if you set a time frame and you don't meet it, that's okay. You might still be much closer to that goal than you were if you set no time frame whatsoever. So I always recommend setting a time frame, even if it doesn't happen, I'm sure you're still going to come somewhat close to it. You know, there's that saying that if you aim for the moon, you'll land on the stars. And I think that's so true. Even if you don't meet exactly the goal that you wanted, you're still going to be so much closer than if you just done nothing at all. So an example of this might be, instead of saying, I want to learn Spanish, you could say, I am going to learn conversational Spanish within six months. So that's a realistic goal. It's something that has a time frame attached to it. It's something meaningful that's going to motivate you and it's going to keep you on track to achieve that goal. So once you've written down your goals and you've done them in the smart goals way so that you've got everything ready to go, you want to have a look at those goals and then break them down into smaller, more manageable tasks. So something I like to do as well, once I've done my goal setting exercise and I've got my goals in front of me, I immediately go to my calendar and I go to Asana, which is my task management system. And I start writing these goals in there. So I write the goals and then I start putting tasks in as to how I'm going to achieve those goals. And I really find this helps so that I don't just leave my goal setting and go off into, you know, daydreaming or off to another activity. This is actually something that Tony Robbins says as well, is that you should never leave the scene of a goal setting, you know, exercise without taking some sort of action towards that goal. So that might be making a phone call to someone who can help you with one of those goals, or it could be registering a domain name because you've decided that you're going to start a new business and you've had a name come to you and you want to get that domain registered. So do something before you leave that goal setting scene to take action towards those goals. And for me, that is often putting them in my calendar, breaking those goals down into smaller bite-sized tasks, and then knowing that I have a plan to actually implement them. And then from my business perspective, we actually set goals as a team every year, and then we break it down into quarterly goals. And then from quarterly, we break it down to monthly, weekly, daily, and so on. So you kind of get the picture of how we do it. But this is really important that we look at the business as a whole and we work out what we want to achieve in that year. And some of the goals we set as well are not just financial goals. They might be how we want to be perceived as a brand or, you know, where we want to be positioned in the market or how many people we want to impact with the business. 
They can be all kinds of goals, not just financial or sales type goals. Next thing you want to do is review and adjust your goals. So I would recommend if you can to review your goals every single day. What I like to do is write my goals in the very front of my journal. And then every day when I do my journaling practice, I read over those goals. So I'm constantly putting them at the forefront of my mind and I'm reminding myself every single day that these are the goals that I want to achieve. Now, of course, I don't do it every single day. I mess up. I'm human, but I try to just keep it there and I try to do it as often as I possibly can just so it's at the forefront and it's not just some piece of paper, something that I wrote down and then it's long forgotten about. This is what makes a difference between people who actually set the goals, write them down, come up with an action plan, but then actually keep reviewing them and keep them at the forefront of your mind. That's what's going to make them happen. The other part of this is that you want to adjust your goals. So after you've been working at them for a while, if you find something isn't working, it's completely fine to adjust or to pivot and go off in a different direction. Or if you decide you don't even want that goal anymore, that's also completely fine. You don't have to continue on a path if it's not something that you want to do. So make sure that you keep looking at those goals and reassessing if you really want them or not. And I honestly have dropped off quite a few goals on my list over time. There have been things I've written down Like one thing I wrote down a couple years ago was that I wanted to have a hundred thousand subscribers on YouTube and I don't have a YouTube channel. Well, actually I do, but it's, it's for hair extensions and we don't consistently post on there. So I just wrote down this crazy goal thinking I want to be a YouTuber because I personally love watching YouTube videos and I would love to have my own channel, but then I did nothing to work towards it. And after six months of going about my goal activities, I was like, why is this goal even on here? Like I, yeah, it could be nice, but do I really want it? Do I really want to put the effort and time in that I know it's going to take to achieve this goal? Like, no, there's a million other things I would rather be doing. So that goal got kicked off the list and maybe we'll come back again one day. Who knows? But it's totally fine to just take goals off your list and forget about them or put them on the back burner if it's not something that you really want to prioritize. Now, another thing I wanted to add that I do with my goal setting, which is actually something that I started doing recently, was a list of goals for what sort of person I want to be. So remember before where I said that some goals aren't really measurable um, and they may not be time bound either, and they may not even be that specific, but they're things that you want. And this is for me, something I like to write down is what kind of person do I want to be? Who do I want to embody? What kind of characteristics do I want to have? And how do I want to feel in my everyday life? So some of the ones that I wrote down last time in this goal setting exercise was that I wanted to be a more confident and sure person. So I wanted to be more confident in who I am and more secure within myself. And I feel like this is something that's a constant journey. There isn't really an end date in mind. I don't think there's ever a point that I'll get to where I'll be like, okay, I'm confident now. That's it. Done. Don't need to think about that again. It's always going to be a work in progress, but that is something that I want. I want to be a more confident person. And I have actually found that 
doing this business coaching business has helped with that because I've been putting myself out there online. I've started this podcast. I've been doing things that I wouldn't normally do. And it's really pushed me out of my comfort zone. And it's given me confidence in myself to know that I can achieve whatever I put my mind to. I've really found that building my confidence has come from me taking action, not from sitting there and thinking about it, but from actually getting out there and doing the things that I'm afraid that has built a lot more confidence in me. So this is just something I wanted to write down because it felt like a part of me that I want to work on more and I want to really foster, but it's not necessarily a goal. Another thing that I wrote down is that I wanted to be a, I want to be a compassionate and in touch friend. So I want to be a safe haven and an inspiration to my friends. And I feel that sometimes because I am really busy and I'm always doing a million things that some of my friendships fall to the wayside. And I have amazing friends who understand that I'm busy, but I want to be that friend that can really be there for them when they're in a time of need, or if they just want to have a chat, I don't want to always be so busy that I can't make time for my friends and I can't be a compassionate and safe haven for my friends. So that's another thing I wrote down. Another thing was that I want people to leave my presence feeling uplifted and relaxed. So I want to just be the kind of person that makes other people feel good when they've left me. I don't want anyone to ever leave my presence and think, oh, that was a drag or she's so frustrating or anything like that. Not that I think people think that now, but I just want to be that person that's really inspirational where if I have a conversation with someone, they leave that conversation feeling better because of having it. So these are just some things I like. I've got a lot more things on my list that I wrote down, but they're just a few examples of things that you can think about the kind of person that you want to be and who you want to embody. And this is another thing that you can read on a daily basis to keep in mind what kind of person you want to be. And then in your daily interactions with people, the way that you choose to live your life, you can keep these points at the forefront of your mind and you're far more likely to become that kind of person when you are constantly reviewing your goals. So next up, we're going to talk about the power of vision boards. So This is a thing that Jack Canfield is very big on in the book, Success Principles. And he talks about vision boards or dream boards or goal boards. There's a few different words that he uses and how these are such a powerful tool for manifesting our deepest desires. So we're going to talk a little bit about the power of visualization and why vision boards work so well to create personal and professional success. There is actually some science behind this. This is not just some weird thing or something crazy. There is actually a science behind it. And that's because the brain has a process called value tagging. So this imprints important things into our subconscious and it filters out unnecessary information. And the brain actually assigns a higher value to images rather than written words on a to-do list. So the more you look at images, the more those things move up in importance in your brain. And if you look at your vision board right before you fall asleep every night, then the images actually imprint even further into your brain. Other scientific fact is that studies have shown that people who imagine themselves flexing a a muscle in their body can actually achieve physical strength gains. If you've ever worked out, you might know about the mind to muscle connection. 
And this actually works and helps you to become stronger through your physical activity. And it's kind of similar with vision boards because the research also shows that visualizing something and also visualizing the work that it takes to get there has been proven to work in the brain. So when you set up your vision board, of course, you're going to have all these beautiful, lovely images on it, but you really want to think about what it's going to feel like to work to get to those specific goals. And another thing is that it just looks nice <laughs> having all your goals written down in a, you know, in a notebook or a journal is lovely, but having those visual images in front of you is really nice to look at. And it is so much more powerful. So the purpose of having a vision board is of course, to get you towards those goals, but using it in a visual process. So it acts as a visual representation of what your dreams are, and it keeps those dreams at the forefront of your mind and reminds you why you're pursuing those dreams. So I want to talk a little bit about how to actually create a vision board. So my vision board is on my computer screen. I used to do them old school way where you buy magazines and you cut out the pictures from the magazines. But now in this day and age, we have the internet. We don't need to do that. So we can create a vision board. I like to keep it on my computer screen and then I have done it on my phone as well. So if you're not someone that looks at a computer a lot, a phone background is a great place to have it. And then you can also print it out as well. So if you wanted to print it, keep it inside your journal or somewhere that you can easily access to look at on a regular basis, this is the way to do it. So I just make my vision board on Canva. It's nothing crazy, but I pull in images from Pinterest and from all over the internet for some things that I am wanting. And again, same as the goal setting, you've got to do this in a space that feels comfortable to you. So you want to be in a good mind frame. You want to be feeling good within yourself before you set up your vision board. The other thing that you want to do is really let your imagination flow. So once you've reflected on your goals, just let your imagination go crazy because this can be a really beautiful board with anything that you desire on it. So Sometimes when I'm going through Pinterest and looking for images, I end up finding other things that I didn't even know that I wanted to add to my vision board. So looking for inspiration and just really letting your mind run free with what is possible is the most exciting way to create your vision board. So I'm actually going to talk you through what I have on my current vision board because I'm recording this on my computer. So I have my vision board right behind my recording and I've got a mixture of all different things. So a mixture of business, a mixture of personal and a mixture of who I want to be. So starting on the left-hand side, I have some images of weights and vegetables and fruits and a little eat healthy sticker. And then I have some images of women who are muscular and toned. And it's basically showing that part of my life that I want to have, you know, fitness and health be something that's really important in my life and that I take seriously. And it's not necessarily that I want to have these exact bodies of these women, but I would just want to have that toned muscular sort of look. So I keep that there to remind myself of my health priorities then above that, I have a few outfit inspirations. So they're women wearing really stylish outfits and I just want to dress always for 
the person I want to be, not necessarily where I am. So how I dress is very important to me. And I always go to my salons wearing suits or wearing, you know, sort of items that make me feel really confident and really powerful as a woman. And these are the kinds of images I have on here because I want to constantly dress like that. And something really interesting I just noticed the other day was this two of the photos are two separate women. They both have this white Gucci bag. And I actually bought that exact bag when I was in Italy recently. And I didn't even realize that I had that bag on my vision board. And it actually wasn't on my vision board to buy the Gucci bag. It was these photos of women wearing these beautiful outfits looking like boss ladies that I wanted to dress like them and without even realizing that this bag was on there. And I now own this bag and it's on my vision board, which again should just go to show you the power of visualization, how the things that you see and what you're looking at can come into your reality through that visualization process. Still mind blowing, even talking about it now. The next thing I have is some financial things. So I've got a little check and then I have a monthly amount. So I write in there what I want to be making every month as if it's a check that I'm being paid every single month. I also have a screenshot of my bank account and how much money I want to have in my bank account. So I actually screenshotted it from my bank account and then I went into Canva and added in the numbers of what I would like to see in my bank account. Then above that, I've got like a pile of cash and a magnet with cash flying towards it because I want to view myself as a magnet for money. I don't ever want to view myself as a repellent towards money. So I try to think of myself as a magnet for money and remind myself that money comes easily and money flows and that it's not a stressful thing. Rather, it's a magnetic thing that is just going to happen for me. And that is the thought process I have towards money. Above that, I have my business coaching goals. So I wrote some things about wanting to help women. And in my goals list, I in my actual goals list, I have specifics of how many women I want to help and impact through my coaching business. But this is more a visual representation of my coaching business and what I want to do with that. And then over on the right hand side, I have tropical vacations and I have some places in Europe. I actually have international travel written and I have a photo of Italy, which I just went to not long ago. And I went to Bali earlier in the year. So I've already done those two things, but I'm keeping them there because I want to do more tropical vacations and more international travel. So that's staying probably on my goal, my vision board forever. And then next I have a dream home with a beautiful pool, a beautiful outdoor area. Like I'm talking high end, stunning, architecturally designed home. So this is something that is not necessarily an immediate goal because I already live in a really beautiful house, but this is like next level dream home that I'm wanting to achieve. The other thing I have is a dream office space. So I have some interior design photos of office spaces that I think look really beautiful. And I also have dream team. So this is something that's important to me is the people around me in my business need to be people that I want to be around people that I like. We have similar values and having that dream team is something that's really important to me. So I have that on my vision board as well. And then the bottom right hand side, I just have one financial goal. So my vision board is not really so much about specific numbers and times and things like that. But I do have one on there, which was for my e-commerce store 
to do 1.8 million in sales in this financial year. And we are about at the time of this recording anyway, nine days out from that. And we are so close to making that goal. So I really think having this on my computer screen every single day and looking at it has helped push towards that goal. It's helped me to keep pushing the business, keep coming up with new ideas, new ways to increase sales, making sure my team is motivated. And yeah, this is a goal that we're almost at. And even if we don't quite make it, like we might be off by like 20 or $30,000. We are so close. Even if we don't make it, we're still going to be at like 1.77 million for the year. So I can't be mad about missing it by $30,000 when we are so close. And I just think having that image in front of me every single day, it's got hair extensions in the background. It has the Shopify site on the top. It really keeps it at the forefront of my mind and it's absolutely helped in order to make that goal become a reality. So that's a little bit about my vision board. I really hope that you go out and create your own vision board. And if you do, and you enjoyed this episode, please DM me and let me know what goals you have and what you have put on your vision board. Or if you feel comfortable, send me a photo of your vision board, because I would love to see what you guys are creating and what you come up with, what things you're trying to work towards and how you view your dream life. Now, remember as well, a vision board isn't just a magic wand. It's not something that's just going to automatically make everything happen but it is a really beautiful complement to your goal setting efforts. So if you take action that is aligned with your vision and you let the vision board reinforce your motivation, that is the way to achieve your goals. And of course, if you go to all the trouble of creating this vision board, don't let it be something that you never look at again. You have to look at it on a regular basis Keep it at the forefront of your mind. Keep getting excited about those possibilities and keep using visualization to be able to imagine yourself in that life or with those things or with that team or that business or that body or whatever it is that you are trying to achieve. You have to constantly visualize yourself and imagine that it's already happened in order for it to come true. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I certainly have. If you can't hear it in my voice, I am so passionate about talking about goal setting and vision boards. I love it so much. I could talk about it all day. So I hope that you enjoy this episode and I hope that my passion for this and my experiences with goal setting will help you to do the same, to set those goals, to make those vision boards and create your dream life. Now I'm going to have a chat about my favorite things. And I feel like it's appropriate because we just talked about personal development. I'm just going to say my favorite thing of this week is the success principles by Jack Canfield. So this book I have had for probably 10 years. I can't even remember how I first heard about it, but it is one of those books that is so life-changing and it has so many good pointers in it. So I definitely recommend buying it. It doesn't just talk about goal setting and vision boards. It talks about all different aspects of life. So some of the chapters talk about success leaves clues, which is another saying I love to say all the time, where if you look at someone successful, look at what they're doing, see what is working, and then you can do the same to create your own success. Um, He talks about act as if, which is another principle where you want to act as if the thing that you're wanting has already happened and it's already a part of your life. And you're already thinking 
in that way and you're thinking as if it's already happened. Um, that's another powerful principle. He also talks about asking for what you want. And, you know, if you don't ask for what you want, you'll never know. There's a chapter about experiencing your fear and taking action anyway, which again is something that is so important. You are always going to have some level of fear when you are moving out of your comfort zone and doing something different, but you have to take the action anyway. So also talks about the importance of surrounding yourself with successful people, about how to transcend your limiting beliefs, about how to redefine time, why it's so important to hire a personal coach or join a mastermind so that you can be successful, how to develop a positive uh, relationship with money, how to pay yourself first, how to be successful, how to help empower others. There are just, honestly, that's just a few of the topics that he goes over. There's actually 64 chapters in the book. So it's not a massive book, but each chapter is short and to the point and just has all these little tidbits for life that are so valuable. So highly, highly recommend this book. I've basically talked about it this entire episode, but it really is one of my favorite things. And I would recommend that you grab it if you haven't already. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. And if you like this episode and want to hear more like this, definitely let me know. And I'll see you here next week. Same time, same place. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. If you enjoyed it or got some value from it, please share it with a friend who you think might like it also. If you're feeling extra generous, it would mean the world to me if you would leave a review on Apple Podcasts. This helps me to reach more people and spread my message to those who need it the most when growing their business. Thanks once again, and I'll see you here next week.